Hey everybody, welcome to the Not 99 Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Waters, and with me today in Dallas, Texas, is our good friend, Anthony Cologne. Hey, what's up, bro? What's, what's up, up, what's up? What's up, what's up, man? And in my next room, because we no longer can do this and sit beside each other, my lovely wife, Rashan Waters. Hey, mostly for audio reasons, correct? Mostly because I'm loud, yes. <laughs> so, this is going to be a different episode than what we have put out in the past. I would love to say than what you're used to, but it's been so long since we did anything. I'm not sure that anybody's used to anything anymore. But um, just there's so much going on in the world right now. And and I just and I've posted about it on Facebook. Um, I've seen things, and and I just felt like we could we as a as a podcast. Um, and and I wanted I had things I know I wanted to say. We couldn't be silent on what's going on right now. And so uh, this episode, um, you're gonna notice we're not gonna have our normal kind of like catch up. We're gonna catch up with Anthony on our next episode. I know you know you think that that's not coming, but it's gonna happen. We're going to talk about Dallas and all the awesome things happening. We're going to talk about the ridiculous quarantine stories that we might have. I want to hear some stuff about Ashley. Um, it's going to be awesome. But for today, for this episode, I really just want us to talk about uh, the current events. You know, and and uh, you know, for that one listener that's been living under a rock, you know, specifically, I'm talking about what's happening around. Um, you know the let's say I'll say in the aftermath of the death of George Floyd. Um, for those of you that have not watched the video or don't know what we're talking about, which I can't imagine there's very many people that's still out there like that. But you know George Floyd was uh, killed during an arrest by police officers in Minneapolis. Um, there's a video of it on the internet. You can watch it. Uh, this police officer kept his knee on the back of the man's neck for nearly eight minutes. Other officers held him down and he was, um, you know, literally, uh, talk, you know, saying he can't breathe. He's crying for his mother. It's one of the hardest things I've ever watched. Um, and I forced myself to watch it because I knew what had happened and I already knew it was wrong. My opinion, I knew it wasn't going to be changed, but I felt like I needed to feel the emotion differently. And, um, it's um, it's tough, and if you can watch that and not feel something, then then I don't know what to say to you. And I'm not sure that that this podcast is is going to appeal to you much because I can't imagine where your heart is if that's the case. Um, and so that sparked obviously a lot of protests, and some have turned violent and some haven't, and and it sparked a lot of conversation. Um. But it's not just that. And so anyway, uh, for this episode, I, I, I just want to kind of talk about um, this, this movement that's happening right now. Um, you know, this this time in which our nation is um, is going through some some shakeup. And um, so anyway, I have a lot of thoughts and I could sit here and pontificate for the next you know, 20 minutes and then say, thanks for being on you guys. And then, and then it just be Jamie talking. Um, but I'm gonna try not to do that. So, um, man, and I, you know, I'm gonna put Anthony on the spot. We haven't even spoken outside of a couple of text messages in a, in a couple of weeks, but, uh, bro, like when you see what's going on in the world right now, what does it bring to your mind? Um, so first 
I actually I actually spoke on this at, at our church. Like we we do some daily devotionals, and this week I is I was like, all right, this is time for me to speak up. And yeah, for for me, uh, I have a quote, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He says, "Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that." So for me, it's like, man, like when when is enough enough? And the only thing I can say is like now is the time for us to to stand up right and be the light and the and, and the love and show people light and love, and we're called to to be the salt and light in the world, man. You know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's it's time for us to to make people uh, feel loved, not just on Sundays at church, you know, and that feels good. Yay, you know, thank you for that. But this is like all people, you know, because. Yeah. It, does exist racism does exist um this hate is an evil man um <clears throat> you know we could we could be like oh it's the person it's the person but um, honestly in reality is the evil and i really feel that because of the situation that we we've been in over the past two and a half months with the uh virus and and the quarantine um it's kind of slowed down you know, I, I feel like the earth is like, like really yeah. slowed down yeah. to the point where now that that slowed down, out comes like the, how do I say this? The best way. When it's slowed down, you can see the true evil around uh, in the, the darkness is in the earth, right? So darkness is in the earth. And um, that's when you see hate, you see racism, you see the true evil um that's all around us and it's, it's yeah. not in people it's it's honestly a spiritual realm and we can see it <laughs> we just see it all around us you know yeah well i, I want to so i want to touch on something that you mentioned there and you said hey it's time for us to be the light right and, and i know by us and, and for some of our listeners they may not know but i think you know a lot of them will when you say us you mean the church the big c church you and me uh those of us that are part of that here's what here's what hurts my heart um as much as anything like i understand the riots i understand the protests i understand that that there's a there's a group of people that i'll never truly feel what they feel and the reason for that is my skin color is different from theirs and so there's a group of people that have literally been silenced for 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 a long long time that are now yelling and trying to get their voice out there so i understand that here's what hurts me and this is why i was saying i'm, I'm gonna kind of talk about one of the things that you mentioned is that um the response that i see that is not a response of love has all come from my people that are part of the big c church and 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 i and and not and i know that's not the case throughout the world and throughout the country but I see so many people that I know who who sit in a church pew on Sundays, well, when when they can, um, who who say they pray to, then follow the same Jesus that I pray and uh, and pray to and, and that I follow, and and they are, um, man, they are showing to the world that they that they don't care because they don't agree with the way something's happening and they can say that they care and they can, and they can say that, that they just don't like this or don't like that. Uh, yeah. I love that quote that you used by Dr. Martin Luther King jr. I, I've heard it before. It's a great quote. Um, 
But I see a, a lot of people of my same skin color trying to use Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. as an example. Um, but as one of my friends on Facebook, but ignore that, yes, he he protested peacefully. But part of the change that happened because of his peaceful protest, first of all, he was killed by a white man. Secondly, white people were violent against the people of color in that day. And a lot of that violence is actually what incited the change that we happened. So, you know, and, and it's so ironic to me that we have so many Caucasian people right now who are who are pointing to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. as a as an example of peace, and he was. Um, but some of those same people would rather we still celebrate a Robert E. Lee's birthday down here on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Um, and it's like you can't just use him when you want to. You can't just pick and choose when you want to be an ally. You're either an ally or you're not. Okay. And and I think in this season. Um, Man, we have to recognize, you're right, man, we have to be the light. It's up to you and me and, and Rashan and, and all of those that we're in close contact with to be the light of the world, to be hope, to bring hope, uh, to say, hey, I, I, don't, I can't stand in your place, but I can, I can partner with you and I can put my arm around you and we can walk through this and we can recognize that there's a change that needs to happen in this country. Um, and that's, that's the part that, that has been... Um, that's really, to me, almost more heartbreaking than the fact that people are upset and that there's, that there's violence is that the very people that we would hope, um, would act in a way that brings hope to the world are acting in a way that brings more darkness. You you know what I mean? Yeah, man. It's just love. We just got to love one another. (laughs) You know, and it, how right. easy how easy is it to to man? How easy is it to uh, feel pain from your spouse? Right? It's like ah. So it, the the crazy thing is, um, <laughs> the crazy thing is, like we 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 are. I think it's just natural for for most people to kind of group themselves, right? So what I mean by that is, like, you go into a room. And immediately you're going to try to look, you look around, hey, you're going to look around and you're like, oh, like, hey, Jamie, if you go to, you go, if you come out here and you see it's a gathering, but you see someone with an Alabama hat, it's just natural tendency for you to come and speak to that person, right? And it, it, it's just normal for us to kind of like, oh, I, I can see myself hanging out with that person because yeah. maybe they look like me yep. or, or they sound, you know, whatever, all this stuff. So we, we look for groups. It's just something that we've all, I think we've just been brought up in. That's me. You know, I, I, I'll speak for myself. That's, uh, that's the only time. And if, if you, if maybe you're not that person, okay, cool. Well, you're like the one out of 1000 that's not like that, <laughs> you know? Um, but we we're all the same. We, you know, we're all brothers and sisters. And and right now we're, we don't see that um, because not everybody's treating people like that. And like you said, to to hit up your comments um, about uh, just how 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 one person like to celebrate that birthday, Robert Robert Lee's birthday on Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. Uh, it's just that, you know, uh, yeah, you can't pick and choose, bro. You just can't pick and choose. What do you think about that, Rashan? So, um, I agree um, with what you guys are saying. And I think 
like talking about what you're saying, Anthony, about love, which is so true. Like love is so important. Um, and then talking about what Jamie was saying, I think because these people that he's talking about, they, they, you know, they try to love. And I think the, the hard thing about this is that, um, as Caucasians, white people, um, I, Jamie and I have talked about this, like we, we probably would have been similar to these people who are talking about how rioting is not right. Um, and looking at that instead of looking at the issue of this man died because of police brutality, mm-hmm. because of his skin color. And when is that going to change? Instead of focusing on that, they're focusing on something else because, I think they need they need to have more conversations. Some of them need to have more conversations about what is it like to not be white. And like you said, with the grouping thing, we do. We naturally group ourselves with people who look like us and act like us or like things that we like because that's comfortable for us. Mm. And people don't like to be uncomfortable or try something new for the most part. Yeah. And so because of that, we haven't had important conversations that we should be having. We haven't been asking um, our black brothers and sisters, how do these things make you feel? Or mm-hmm. what's, how, how is this event that's happened? How is this making you feel? Um, because we have no idea, like Jamie said, what that's like. That's right. Yeah. So let's, I'm glad you guys brought that up. So let's, I want to, that's something I wanted to hit on is, is the subject of unconscious bias and privilege. Okay. So like we all, every single person in this world has unconscious bias. And all that means, all it means is that you see the world through the lens in which you were raised in. So, so your unconscious bias, um, you know, can be anything that, that was different for you. And so, like, you have to, if you want to grow, you have to recognize that you have in yourself unconscious bias. Once you recognize that, you have to make sure that your decisions are not being made in such a way as to be biased by your unconscious bias. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, just, that's, a, that's one thing. The other thing I want to talk about, because we all have that, is, is the subject of privilege. Because I, I want to make this clear. I, I, I Several... I'll say a couple of you. I don't know how long ago it was, but I, I heard a lot of people talking about privilege, privilege, privilege. And in that moment, I, I didn't say anything because I, you know, I don't like inciting things. But in that moment, in my heart, I went, I'm not privileged. I grew up poor in the middle of a dirt poor town in the middle of or southern Alabama. Mm-hmm. And, and and I paid for my college and I got this and I did that. That's not privilege. And what has what I have realized since since that was my thought process, which was a while back, is that's not what people mean when they say privilege. What they mean is, as a white person, I don't have to worry about telling my kids, teaching my kids, hands up, my, my hands are up. Uh, what was that video I saw? Was it yeah, I'm unarmed. Say, yeah, my, I'm, my hands are up, I'm unarmed, and I'm not, I have nothing on me to hurt you. Um, I don't have to tell my kids how how to act a certain way uh, so they don't look suspicious in the grocery store. I don't have to talk to my kids about how if they go jogging in a certain neighborhood, they may get shot. I don't have, man, one of the most heartbreaking things I saw 
out of out of this is I have some friends in Tennessee that have adopted two uh, beautiful African American boys. They're so cute, and their six year old said, "Mom, I wish my skin was white like yours, so I didn't have to worry about this stuff." That kid should know that his skin color is beautiful. That kid shouldn't have to be afraid to grow up because we live in a world full of people that are going to immediately discredit him. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. Yeah. When we had an episode forever ago talking about Colin Kaepernick taking a knee and, and, and looking back on that now, I'm not even sure we covered that well anymore because I, I would say I think we might have even missed the point then some. He took the knee to fight against systemic racism that I want to be the first to tell you in that moment I didn't understand it, but I can't help but see it now. And if we're not willing to grow as we get older in this country, we're going to continue to repeat the mistakes. The reason that we people talk about systemic racism is things like when Ahmaud Arbery is shot in Georgia, his, cap, his, his killers don't get arrested until there's online outrage. That this police officer in Minneapolis would not likely be on trial for second-degree murder if there hadn't been a video and outrage. That it took this person... Chauvin or whatever his name is being charged and it took this George Floyd death to even reopen the case of Breonna Taylor who was sleeping in her own bed when police officers broke into her house looking for someone who doesn't live there and shot and killed her. She's an EMT and had done nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. This is what people talk about when they say systemic racism. And for my friends that are out there, they're screaming all lives matter that are belittling this movement, that are belittling these people, you need to check your privilege. You need to check your eyesight. You need to look in the mirror and say, who am I trying to reach and what am I trying to do with my life? Because it's not about us versus them. It shouldn't be. Mm -mm. Everybody does matter. And in order for everybody to matter, black lives have to matter. It's, it's, it is, I'm so my heart is broken over this situation, not because a building got set on fire, not because a, a, my heart is broken because these disenfranchised people have gotten to a point of hurt that this is how they're acting out. And that people that are my race are, 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 are causing more harm than good. And that people who say they follow the same guy that I follow are, are causing more harm than good. When I see Christians post things that call people that are protesting thugs, it angers me. Yeah, man. <clears throat> the I want to hit up something you said, the us versus them culture. Uh, and that's been going on for forever. Thousands of years, bro. Mm. <laughs> you know, thousands of years. There's so and then especially recently, you can see how much divided the United States of America is, you know, it's, yeah. kind of, mm-hmm. it's kind of funny how I'm not going to say it's funny, but it's kind of funny how we're the United States of America, but it's really no unity. You know, I right. hate to say it. Right. Unfortunately, it takes events like like 9-11 to unite people. It takes big catastrophic events to 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 bring people together. Uh, but we can also see how divisive we really are, especially in uh, today's time. I really feel like 
the pandemic that we've just come, I say, I say come out of, right? <laughs> We're still in yeah, it. Still in it, yeah. Uh, it's really depressed so many people. So I think the emotions that people feel on top of what's happened over the past, let's say, let's go month, you know? On yeah. top of that, dude, it's not helping. <laughs> it's not helping. No, it's we, right. And we, I can like to say uh, freedom, right? Not everybody's been through freedom. And freedom is a small group curriculum. It's a 12-week curriculum. And we kind of deal with our yesterday so we can live in freedom every day. Bro, not everybody's done that small group. You know what I mean? But in the same sense, um, it, I think it goes to that root of, of evil. It's just the hate, man. Um, something else I wanted to say is the compassion. You know? We, we can't truly feel if you can't it's hard for people to actually feel what someone's been through you can try to understand what they've been through um yeah. but unless like you've experienced it you can't feel it i that's right i've, I've been through racism mm-hmm. i've experienced it firsthand when people look at me i've had someone look at me and be like hey get me somebody that speaks english i was like what like that <laughs> that's not yeah. okay you can't say yeah. okay that. yeah yeah. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> yeah, and, and, yeah, and like it was like, are you serious? And, and that's the kind of reaction that I got. It was like, are, are you serious right now? And and I've multiple times just because of without me even opening up my mouth or you know or you know saying anything honestly, and and for someone to just boom, it's crazy because you know they're looking at you and but just by how I look. Um, they're judging me. I now I yo I feel what they're going through because that's not cool. <laughs> it's yeah. not. Um, empathy is different. That's like, hey, I understand how you feel, but the compassion. Right. We gotta have full compassion for these people. Um, these people for for. Yeah, I'm gonna say these people. For all are people, yeah. Targeted, you know. Yeah. It's not good. That's not good. The knee on the neck, you know, what got me, and I, I just want to make sure my facts are straight, was when they did the autopsy initially, um, they said that it was a mixture of, like, drugs in his system that was the cause of death. Mm. And then when the family had an autopsy done by someone, you know, by somebody else, they said, no, it was as- asphyxiation. Bro, why are you trying to cover that up? I know. Like, get out of yeah. here, bro. No. It's corruption, it's man. Awful. It's corruption. Yeah. It's awful. Disgusting. Dude, I'm going to tell you, I watched that video, and he did nothing to deserve what they did. Here's the part. Here's one of the parts before, other than the fact that at some point, this grown 46-year-old man starts crying for his mother, mm-hmm. is that, you know, he said, listen, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And they said, We'll just get in the car. And he said, I will. I will, but I can't move. And why couldn't he just get off of him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That guy kept his knee on that man's neck until a minute after the paramedics arrived. And he didn't move for like the last four. And people are more worried about Target. People are more worried about looting. Yo, that's not okay. I, I, I hesitate to say everybody needs to watch that video, but if it if you haven't seen it and you're more upset about the protest than the video, you need to watch some version of that video that gives you the audio 
of what this man has went went through. It's heartbreaking, dude. It's heartbreaking. And 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 here's the thing. And this is what I want to make sure that that we that I that I get into this episode. This what's happening right now might have started with George, with this time with George Floyd, but that's and and and, and Ahmaud Aubrey and Breonna Taylor because they're the most recent ones that are in the public mindset. But it didn't really start there. Mm-mm. It has it is it is from oppression in this country for hundreds of years dating back to to pre-civil war and it is from systemic oppression where we we feel like because most people that are talking heads right now didn't live through it it's like the civil rights happened and everything's great and that's not true no slavery didn't end in this country with a civil war and racism didn't end with the civil rights movement and if you think it did then you're blinding yourself or you're lying to yourself Anthony, I don't know if you saw this, but today I saw a video, I saw a picture of like five different sets of people doing what they call the George Floyd challenge, where one kid laid on the ground with his hand behind his back and another one knelt down on his neck. And they're smiling and posing for pictures. I'll give you one guess as to what skin color all the people in those pictures were. Mm, Man, that's wild, dude. No way. It's I'm serious. And, no you know, you know, of course, a couple of them got fired and a couple of them got other things. And that's that's it. but what goes on in your heart? Yeah, there's Listen, no compassion. What, there's no compassion. Going, there's no compassion. What is going on in people's hearts when they can't when they do when they can't look past an action and see a person? Mm. It is time for people like you and me to stand up and stop being silent. Dude, I don't talk about a lot of controversial things because I would love people and I do I try to do as Paul said be all things to all people, but in this moment I can't sit silently by anymore. I can't. I can't not say something. And I and and and, and I'm tired of seeing so many things people say just be cause more and more hate and division. Oh, they're, they're, you, you mentioned the Martin Luther King Jr. quote earlier, and I, I'm gonna come back. I'm coming back to it again. Darkness can't drive out darkness, and I see so many of my Caucasian friends, and I, this is not you. I know this is not you, but I see so many of them using that quote to try to throw a spear at somebody protesting when they're spreading even more darkness by their actions and their words and the way the way that they're talking about people and two people, mm-hmm. and. I'm fired up, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's why, you know, when we started, I was like, hey, you know, we're, we're called, not just in these times, we're always, always called to be sought light, you know? Like, light drives out darkness. That's light right. drives out darkness all the time. Darkness never wins. Darkness never wins. Light always wins. Light always wins. Um, and and if, if what we're talking about on social media, if it's not seasoned with salt, Man, we're pushing people away from Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. If our actions are don't are not like showing the 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 love of Jesus, we're pushing people away. And mm-hmm. I think for for I'm, I think we had a conversation once of like why people leave the church. You remember that one? 
Oh yeah. And and this would probably be one of those instances that that like if if you were to see someone um, acting in that sense as a Christian and you're maybe fresh in your walk with with God. And um, you see them posting stuff or doing, saying stuff that doesn't line up with how God really, like, I, I say it like this, man. I, I get my words twisted. <laughs> uh, he says, hey, love God with all your heart, mind, soul, right? And right. love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. And if you're not doing that, like, you're not being effective with That's right. what you're supposed to be doing on earth. Hey, and I want to point out something, too. To those that aren't familiar with that verse or that story, the next question it was asked is, well, who's your neighbor? Mm. And of all the people that could have been used as an example of who your neighbor is, the example that was given was somebody that they thought the lowest of, mm-hmm. that they that they were basically hated, that their law forbade them to even talk to or associate with. And And, and, and here's what I gather from that. Everybody is your neighbor, not the person that looks like you, not the person that acts like you. The person that is the hardest to love, that's your neighbor. The terrorist that you want to throw a dart at, that's your neighbor. You got an issue with skin color, that's your neighbor. You got an issue with somebody in the LGBTQ community, guess what? That's your neighbor. You got an issue with somebody because they don't go to your church or they don't think the same way you do, that's your neighbor. He didn't say love some people. He didn't say love the ones that look like you. Love your neighbor as yourself. And he went on to set that up with the most extreme example he could come up with in that time. Mm -hmm. And if you are a follower of Jesus and you're not doing that, then I will tell you this. You are not being a follower of Jesus. Uh Yeah. I think it's so important um, for us to stop and look at ourselves and look at the, look at the things that you are saying and the things that you are posting and just think about how how would a person how would a black person feel if they read my post right now or a friend that you have i you know i i texted one of my friends and i you know i kind of thought she was going to ask me about it or tell me about how she was feeling about the, you know, everything that's happened since George Floyd Floyd died. And uh, she, she didn't. And so I was like, you know, I'm just going to ask her. And so I asked her and she told me, you know, all of her feelings about it. And she was very eloquent about it. And I was just like, man, like she's concerned about her dad who travels and you know, with all this that's going on, of course she's concerned. I mean, it's crazy, but we just need to, it, like I say, it's crazy. It is. This should not be happening. This is something that we need to look at and see what do we need to change. We need to start having more conversations with people who don't look like us Mm -hmm. and ask them how they feel about this or, you know, Ask them the heart, ask them a question that makes you feel a little uncomfortable because like, I mean, like you said, Jamie, like we need to grow and we need to change from this. And I mean, I'm, I'm glad that you, um, Anthony kind of spurred us on and was like, let's do a podcast. And you said, yeah, man, I really want to talk about this. And I think that's so important that we talk about this because it needs to be talked about what happened to George Floyd and how 
people feel about it because it needs, like I said, we need to have change and we can't have change if we keep just reverting back to, oh, well, they're, they're doing, they're looting and they're destroying property and that's not right. And going off on this different tangent that is not the heart of the issue. That's right. That's right. Well, listen, I, I I thought this episode would probably be about 30-something minutes. That's about where we are with it. I have gotten a lot of my fired-up comments out. I think that's a good a, a good bit. of uh, I like what Rashan said there. Um, I, listen, here's here's the thing, and, 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 you know, it goes back to what Anthony just said. For those of you that are those of you that are our listeners that are Christians, our Savior said, "Love God and love people." And the whole law is summed up in those two things: love God, love people. If you're only doing one of those two things, you're not following it. Those of you, those of you, our listeners who are not Christians, man, just love people. We would love for you to love God. You got to start somewhere <laughs> and, 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 and causing more division and pain and hurt right now is not is not going to help anything. It's not going to make you feel better. It's not going to make what's happening go away. It's not going to make this country stronger. It's not going to make your life better. We need to we need to love people. We need to try to understand people better. We need to try to see outside of our box and break off the unconscious bias and break out of our shell and our small people groups that we've put ourselves into. We need to desegregate our personal lives and love people. That's all I got to say on this one, man. Anthony, you got anything else, bro? No, man. Um, yeah. Not just the people that you like either, you know? That's uh, yeah, right. I just have something right. to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me say this. <laughs> uh, you know, it's all people. The, the ones that, that are like you, I, I say this often, the ones that are like you, the ones that, that are not like you, and the ones that don't man, like on, you. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't hear you. Hang on. You know, we're supposed to love all of them, all people, the ones that are like us, the ones that are not like us, and the ones that don't like us. Come on. You know, this that's that's what you know, we don't pick and choose, bro. You don't you don't get a choice. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, God, all, that's right. All God made all of us. He made all of us. Yeah. That's right. All right, guys. I man, I love you guys. I have missed you guys in this more than I wanted to admit to myself. I love you um, too, Jamie. Oh, thanks. I'm glad, <laughs> glad since, since we're married. Um, all right. Well, listen, I'm not going to do the whole spiel about how to con- con- contact us. Um, if you want to hear that, it's on every other one of our episodes. For this one, I'm just going to say until next week, I'm Jamie Waters. I'm Rashan.
And I'm Anthony Cologne. Love people. See you guys. <laughs>